Welcome to Backyard Wrestling, episode 77. Jesus. I'm Jay. I'm Bob. And we are here to talk some wrestling. Do we have to? kind of want to talk hockey. We can start with a little hockey talk. Hell yeah, our Devils are doing good, man. They're three and one. They look good. Yeah, look for some new entrance music coming up. Yeah, it's it's time. Entrance music, I called it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 time for new music. Yeah, we've been doing a show for over a year. It's changed a little bit. Yep, yeah, formats change. Things are different. Time to change the song up. But don't worry, if you still like that classic song, we'll play it out. We'll play it out. It's the OG. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking over there? I'm going to be drinking the apple cider donut ale from last week. And I have a Tom's River Brewing, the house that beer built. It's a 6.8 alcohol by volume. Portion of sales go to Habitat of Humanity. Yeah. And let's taste this right now. That's a very good, uh, very good staple. God, I was just as good as last week. So I went to Battlefield Orchards yesterday, and uh, they make hot apple cider donuts at their, their store. Ooh. It's like $15 a dozen. They throw cinnamon sugar on it. Absolutely delicious. They are so good when they're piping hot. Apple cider is one of my favorite flavors. Apple cider. I love apple cider. And it was really hard to look at that thing for a week. Like, <laughs> oh, I know it's going to be so good. Yeah, so we did the uh, apple picking. It was $1.69 a pound. Jesus Christ. And then That's not bad. Pumpkins are like 79 cents a pound. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I think I got out of there for under under $30. We got our pumpkins at Stop and Shop. Yeah. The price was good, and they were pretty awesome looking. Yeah, they're nice pumpkins, but you pay for the experience to go apple picking and pumpkin pick. My daughter has been driving me nuts. She wants to go apple picking like you just did and pumpkin picking. I don't see what's so great about it, if we're being honest. I only do it because my kid's four and it's a four-year-old thing that she likes. Okay, and it's physical too. Yeah, she had a great time. I had a little garden cart and I dragged her along. She had a great time. It was fun. All right, so speaking of our devils. Oh, they're great. I mean, they're not beating the best teams in the world, but last year they weren't beating the best teams in the world. Yeah, but Buffalo was beating everybody. All the good teams. Yeah, Buffalo uh, Buffalo's playing with some high energy. You know, they look pretty good. And without their uh, their captain, uh, Jack Eichel there. Their former captain. Former captain. He's gone, eventually. And they got Kyle Oposco on that team. He's, he's a freaking amazing player. Yes, he's so slow, though. We used to call him a post-slow because he just looks like he's like, as hard as he's skating... He's just kind of gliding across so he's the like, ice. He's like P.K. Subban then. Got cement feet. Cement shoes, cement hands. Dude, I got like something insane. I was talking to my mom about this. She likes um, Mounds bars. Uh, not Almond Joy? Well, she doesn't, she uh, she can't chew the nuts. Okay. So she doesn't like the almonds. So gotcha. She, but Almond Joys are cheaper. So she just eats them and spits the nuts out <laughs> instead of buying... That's I'm buying the Mounds bars. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't it just freaking insane? It's insane. I oh, asked her, why is boy. she crazy? Well, I buy them per unit price. Because in Jersey, we have it like on the tag that there's a unit price on things. Yeah. Some states don't have that. I know when I was living in Florida, they don't have that. So she looks at the unit price and buys by unit price. Why don't you just buy the shit that you like? Just buy the... It's, it's a candy bar. Yeah, seriously. If you're going to buy them, just buy the shit that you want. It's not going to break the bank. What is it, like 50 cents more? Holy God. All right, so you did that yesterday. Yesterday, we went to a uh, a haunted trail at somebody's property. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, someone April works with. 
and it was in Tom's River, and it was huge. Nice. It was it was free too. You just had to bring like like a dish because they had a bunch of people there and it's free food and campfire whole thing. Well, that's cool. So we did that, and uh, one of our nephews started crying. <laughs> To the point where at first uh, our sister-in-law was like, oh, it's okay. To the point where, knock it off! That's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. That's funny. Yeah, at the, at the end of the day yesterday, I just I brought out my saucer dish and I just lit a fire and we sat in the backyard. Cool. Sat around a fire for a while. It was nice. It was real nice. And today I took the girls to see Halloween Kills. How was it? Well, I, I saw it on Peacock because you can watch it for free on Peacock. It's free on Peacock? Yeah. And I'm definitely watching it when I go home. So I watched it because Emma was supposed to come back down from college last weekend and i couldn't wait that's fine so we went today they liked it hannah it scared the shit out of her good she said she's not gonna be able to sleep tonight good traumatization is good for you and after re-watching it for the second time i picked up on a couple more things they were paying homage to nice nice they pay homage to halloween three Season of the Witch? Season of the Witch. Six more days of Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Six more days of Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Yep, they did. So, that was cool. What's not cool is Monday Night Raw. <laughs> no, it's not. If you listen to last week's episode, you're going to listen to this week's episode and go, Hey, wait a second. Sounds really familiar. Because it was. It was the same effing show. Same note too, bro. Yeah, terrible. I mean, at least NXT has, you know, forget about it. I'm Tony D'Angelo over here. Hey. And they got the weird bald guy just Harlan staring at that dude with, you know. Is he the one that's with, um, uh, who's the, the the triggered guy? Yeah, I don't remember his I name. His name. He like rubbed his face. He's, he's got uh, what do we call it? Screw me eyes. Yeah, hungry eyes. Hungry it, eyes. I watched it, and they, they did a promo. It's a uh, this, he's got the serial killer name, uh, Gacy. Something, yeah, something Gacy. Yeah, and he's the camera's on him, and he's doing all his things, saying the words, you know, triggered, snowflake, all that shit, and then the camera. It focuses on that guy's face that you yeah, Harlan, about. Yeah. Harlan. And it's like they're at a prison, you know, with the glass in between you. And you see his reflection and Gacy's hands like on the on the, the glass and they're touching hands like that. It's really friggin' weird. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah. Anyway. Do we have to get into this? Yeah, we gotta get it done quick as we can. Quick as you can, lad. All right, Raw starts off with Charlotte Flair complaining that there is no one out there to give her a send-off as this is her last day on Raw. Thank God. As she's been drafted to SmackDown, she goes. She, she then goes on to bitch about defending her title to a rookie, Bianca Belair. Flair then mentions that Belair has two title opportunities this week and says, you people say I'm entitled? That's a good point. That is a good point. She goes on about Belair until Belair comes out. Bianca says she deserves these title matches and that she had Flair beat clean until Becky interfered. Of course. So they go on and on until they uh, they try to hit their moves and Flair gets knocked out of the ring. Great. Next we have Kevin Patrick and Gorilla with Xavier Woods. This literally is exactly 
what I said last week. I checked my notes. It's the exact same thing. He says, when he wins his match tonight, he'll be one step closer to fulfilling his destiny to be king of the ring. Great. So now we have uh, Woods versus Jinder Mahal. Winner goes to the finals in the King of the Rings uh, in Saudi. Woods jumps off the top rope right into a colossus by Jinder, but Woods is able to grab the bottom rope. Jinder then puts Woods on the top rope, setting up a move, but Woods knocks Jinder down, and Woods hits the elbow drop for the win. Do you know what that's called? What? His elbow drop. I'm asking you. The Raj Mahal elbow drop? Oh, sure. Okay. The Trump Taj Mahal elbow drop? The Trump bomb. Okay. I don't know. You're wrong. Here, here it comes. The flying curry? Sure. That's a spicy move. <laughs> ha! Woods advances to the finals and will face Finn Balor for the King of the Ring. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Great. Let me take a drink. Yeah. I'm going to take one with you. A little ASMR sound. All right. <clears throat> it's now we're being shown from earlier in the day. Austin Theory being interviewed backstage, and he says, I used to look up to Jeff Hardy, but last week I was looking down at Jeff Hardy. That's what she said. Then the 24-7 idiots interrupt and Reggie escapes them. But then R-Truth grabs Reggie, but Austin's had enough and separates them and says to Truth, Enough. Do you know who I am? Truth says, I have a theory. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Truth then asks Austin if he wants to settle this in the ring. Austin says, yes. Truth says, I'll accept your challenge on one condition. Wait for it. Here's the payoff. You get permission from your mommy to stay up late. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Someone Son of a bitch. They script this shit. Oh, my. There was people in a room writing this. Mm -hmm. My God. On to that match. Truth comes out and says he expect he accepted Theory's challenge for one of his friends, not him. And then Jeff Hardy comes out and we have this again. So Jeff goes to the top rope to hit a swanton, but Austin knocks him down and he hits his finisher for the win. Oh, nice. Thank you. Then Austin lays next to Hardy and takes another selfie. Then Jeff stands up. Hits a twist of fate on Austin, and Jeff lays down and takes a selfie. God, what are we doing here? Um, it kind of looked like maybe Jeff deleted the selfie, so maybe now they're tied with selfies. One selfie apiece. So the next match is for the next selfie. It's the... Uh, next selfie wins. It's the... What, what do you call that when you have uh, uh, best of three matches? The uh, something match. Oh, the rubber match? The rubber match. It's the selfie rubber match. One selfie to rule them all. Complete garbage. All right, here's uh, more garbage. Here's uh, Drew and Big E. Listen. About last week. I saw the footage back. I know the hit to the head wasn't intentional, but at the same time... How was I supposed to know? Someone elbowed me in the head, I saw you there, you bust me open, I saw red, and what's a man to do but to drop your ass with a claymore? Well, uh, if I'm being honest, I did throw fuel on the fire when I tagged myself in as you're about to hit the claymore kick. Didn't do that. So what if we try this? For tonight, maybe we coexist. A novel concept. Hmm. Because we already know Thursday, we gonna make it do what it do. And a crown jewel 
May the best man win. Don't worry. I win. <laughs> oh, hold on, listen, there's a thing I do, actually, here. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. oh Sacramento! Don't you? Oh, okay. So right after that, we have Charlotte backstage with Adam Pierce and uh, what's her name? Sodium Deville? Yes. And we have to go bigger and better than ever. And we will. And there's a lot that I want to talk to you about, especially when... And... Oh, What are you two discussing? Another way to screw me over? No, Charlotte, actually, we were discussing the Raw season premiere next week and our plans for it. Not that it's any of your business. And what are you even talking about? You didn't ask me if I wanted to defend my title. You told me I had to defend my title. And then to let Bianca come out there and interrupt me, the disrespect... In the middle of my farewell speech, no champagne, no balloons, no t-shirts, no farewell hugs. This is how you treat the Raw Women's Champion? Dumbass. I have to defend the title that I made relevant? No. Scumbag. Conspiracy. Um, what? Charlotte, just relax. Your main event match tonight with Bianca is not a conspiracy. It makes perfectly logical sense to have the two of you in a main event match. You can't replace me with Bianca. And after Crown Jewel, I'll still be the Raw Women's Champion and the new face of SmackDown. Conspiracy? Would you please shut the hell up? That comes back on Dynamite. And boy, did I pop for that. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it so much. All right, so we have the exact same meaningless match again between Big E and Drew McIntyre versus the Dirty Dogs. Why are we doing this? No idea. Drew hits a Glasgow kiss on Big Bob, then tags in Big E, who then puts Bobby on his shoulder, stares at Drew, then hits the big ending for the win. Yay. Then Drew and E shake hands for a minute, and E says, it's over after tonight. And they say, see you Thursday. So then Drew starts to leave. And then Biggie grabs Drew by the arm and turns him around, and they continue what they uh, just ended. Started it right back up. Okay. This was really weird. This is stupid. Really weird. All right, so here's the Street Profits and AJ and Omos. It's your boys, the Street Profits, and we are back on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Think of it like deja vu. We about to put the whole tag division on notice. But you know what I'm very excited for, Dawkins? What's that, Crown Jewel? Are you ready, ready, ready? For WWE's Crown Jewel. Coming to you live on the WWE Network on Peacock this Thursday. But you know what particular match has sparked our interest, Dawkins? Talk to It's the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match. Yes, you are a dumbass. Moving on, we have Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander with Shelton Benjamin. Mansoor counters a head scissor into a reverse DDT on Cedric. Then Cedric tosses Mansoor to the ring apron, and he hits his jumping neck breaker for the win. Then out comes Mustafa, dressed in a nice suit, and he says that he's going to beat Mansoor in his hometown on Thursday, and he's going to wipe that stupid smile off his face. Okay, whatever. All right, so this next piece here, they called it the no-holds-barred interview between Goldberg and Bobby Lashley. Ooh, no-holds-barred. 
But before that, I'm going to open this ship bottom Mexican stout. It's a stout brewed with coffee, chocolates, and cho chipotle peppers. Ooh. Cinnamon, lactose, and vanilla beans. I like chipotle. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the peppers. The restaurant. The restaurant's actually not too bad. Probably if you eat it too much, you just blast your toilet. You might as well just go get a new one at Home Depot after a while. Mm. Jay's face is contorting, and not in a good way. <laughs> Are you going to throw up, Jay? Jay is feeling sick. That is not good. He's sweating. Why are you sweating, Jay? My eyes are leaking. Was it hot? <sighs> That's weird. I'll take one home. I'll sit in my house and I will drink it. Oh my god, what the I think oh. I think Jay's gonna die. Oh, let's get on to this interview. Thank oh you. god. Goldberg, thank you both for joining. Goldberg, I wanna start with you. Last week we saw Bobby Lashley respond to some of your previous threats, saying things like Come crown jewel. I'm sorry, Corey. Let me let me stop you right there, man. These aren't threats. A threat's something that I might do. At crown jewel, I'm going to do exactly what I said I was going to do. Beat Bobby Lashley to within an inch of his life, and then I'm going to finish the job. Plain and simple. Goldberg, you do realize what you're saying is not only nonsense. But is criminal. Threatening the life of a man on live TV. I'm well within my rights to call the authorities and have you apprehended. But that's not how the Almighty does business. Yeah. I'm letting you run your mouth because when we're in the ring, none of these threats will become reality. I'm untouchable. Crown Jewels ended the same way SummerSlam did, but this time. You won't have any family members to fight your battles. Speaking of family, how does your son feel about this? About the kind of example you're setting, having explained to his friends what his dad just said Bobby. about- Bobby. You may want to pick your words carefully. Because the more you talk about my family, the more I'm gonna make you suffer. So, say whatever you want. In 72 hours, your ass is mine. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Wait for it. You must have not been watching last week. You can't kill the Almighty. You can only hope to survive. Bill, I want you to remember two weeks ago when I made this match no holes barred and you dropped to your knees in joy, thanking the heavens. I want you to remember that moment this Thursday when it happens again. Only you're not going to be thanking the heavens. After the brutality and destruction I unleash on you, you're going to be on your knees begging the Almighty for forgiveness. Are you finished yet, dude? And you don't actually believe all of that crap, do you? You know, I'll leave you with this, Bill. Up to this point, you fought Bobby Lashley with restrictions. But no holds barred means there's nothing to stop me from ending your career. We're done here. Correction. Wait for this. We'll be done at Crown Jewel. Safe travels. Kill you Thursday, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> kill you. Kill you 
Thursday, Bobby. What's worse, that beer or the, or this promo? Let's try it again. It kind of tastes like cold coffee. Oh, that's that's disgusting. Oh, that's very disgusting. Wow. Oh. So what was worse, that or the um, the Jolly Rancher beer? Oh. That Jolly Rancher beer was putrid. This. Wow. This is worse. Wow. The Jolly Rancher beer, I had no problem drinking. It was just No, not sour. Jolly Rancher. Warhead. Warhead beer. Warheads. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's that's incredibly. That's gonna be, this is going to be a tough one to finish, and I will finish it because I'm not going to waste it. Okay. So next we have RK Bro and Gorilla, and Riddle says that Randy should receive an Oscar or a Kid's Choice Award for his acting last week when he said there was no plan to attack Omos. Randy says, there was no plan. And do you want the smoke? Riddle says he does. And Randy says, let's go. I can't wait for them to turn on each other. And when that happens, I hope it's Riddle that turns on Randy. I think that would be better. So now we have RK Bro versus the Street Profits. Bob agrees with that. So Ford tags in Dawkins with the hot tag. And Dawkins hits a Saito slam followed by a silencer on Riddle for a two count. Dawkins goes for a slam, but Riddle gets loose and hits a ripcord knee to the face of Dawkins, sending him stammering back into the, to his corner. Montez Ford tags in, as does Randy, and Orton hits some shots, followed by his patented power slam onto Ford as he rolls out of the onto the ring apron. Randy then hits his draping DDT on Ford and sets up for the RKO. But out comes Omos, and this distracts Randy and AJ because why? Should we have a good match on Raw? No, we're not allowed to have that. Good matches are forbidden. This was a good match up till then. Anyway, this distracts Randy, and AJ hits his phenomenal forearm to Randy, who turned around too soon, too soon and acted like he was going to throw a punch before AJ hits it. So the timing was off a little bit there. Just a little bit. So no kid's choice award for Randy, as it turns out. Almost then slams Riddle on the ring apron, and then press slams Montez Ford. AJ gets in Randy's face and says, did you see that coming? You didn't see nothing. And almost hits a uh, kick on Randy. The uh, patented roundhouse, if you will. He almost, almost hit that patented <clears throat> roundhouse? Well done. All right, so now we have the Queen's Crown semifinals between Dewdrop versus Shayna Baszler. And I swear to God, you did not see this coming. Shayna has the Carafuda clutch locked in on Dewdrop for a good amount of time. But she doesn't tap. So what Dewdrop does is uh, she leans back and pins her because of her weight. She advances to the finals against Lena Vega. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Shayna has the clutch locked in. And all the way uh, Dewdrop wins is she just lays down. That's it. Man, this is this is just lazy ass. Oh, no, is like, it ever, man? This is just so bad. What are we? What are they doing here? Oh, do you want uh, better stuff? All right, here. Yeah, here. just yeah, yeah. Next, we have Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley backstage, and they officially welcome Bianca to Raw, and they give her a red Raw hat and tell Bianca to let us know if you need any. Boom, zap, kapow. Really? Yeah. All right. So next, we have Finn Balor versus Mace in the King of the Ring tournament semifinals. Finn hits a sling blade followed by a missile drop kick and a coup de grace. Michael Cole for the win. 
Okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. Finn will face Xavier Woods in the finals. Then Woods and Finn get in each other's face, and they say shit back and forth. Well, of course. You got to have the, the crap talking. Oh, yeah. Now we have John Morrison, speaking of more good stuff, doing his meditating when the Viking warriors come up and ask him what he's doing. Morrison says, hey, I'm looking for my inner chi, and I'm getting close. The Vikings ask him if that will help him raid. Whatever. This is stupid. This is really bad. This is a three-hour show. I can't believe for three hours it was bad the entire time. No, it was good. The Street Profits, almost. No, Street Profits, and who the hell was that? It was almost good. Who the fuck were they fighting? I just forgot. The Street Profits were fighting AJ and almost, right? No, it was uh, RK Bro. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. And then RK Bro came out. This is how unforgettable this is. Oh, man. That match was good until AJ and almost came out and screwed it up. Oh, yay. All right, on to our main event between Bianca versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. This was a good match that WWE effed up as usual. Charlotte got her stuff in, like the flip off, flip off the top rope into a standing moonsault, the moonsault off the top rope to the outside of the ring. Bianca got her stuff in, like the super delayed suplex and all her power moves. They decided to waste this good, no, great match with a disqualification when Flair hits Bianca with a steel chair and Flair retains the fucking championship when she's leaving. Sorry for that. I didn't mean to... This is just very frustrating, guys. It, this is just stupid. Why do we... You, and, you know, spoilers. There's going to be a, a title transfer. They're going to transfer yeah. titles. Okay? And so dumb. Why are they doing that? Why are we doing this? This is absolutely... Let someone lose. Garbage. It's garbage. I mean, this, this, this match led to backstage fighting. No, should I take that out? No. I, I didn't mean to get like that. No, it's fine. You, it's you, once in a while. It's okay with with emphasis. You're emphasizing how bad this shit is, and it is. That's raw. That's that's all I got for raw. That's raw. Raw ends terribly. You got rampage. I do. I have a lot of notes. Oh man, guess what comes up next? Rampage. But we're gonna take a break because Jay is mentally white. <laughs> so we'll be right back after this. We'll be back. <laughs> It's a lot of ass in a first person's face. Who the hats are Drinks like fish to some cows or whiskey. Business just picked up bitches. Wish we could throw Raw under the bus instead of Luther. Yes, yeah, seriously. Because I think Luther's uh, had that done to him enough. Just say, let's go. <coughs> Listen, uh, no doubt, Billy, Colton, Austin have turned that page, man. And they have a different mindset now. And I love it. I love that they're ready to just take a few shortcuts and screw people over. I think that's great. I think that's great that they cheat and they screw people over. Yeah, seriously. Yo, seriously. Forget about it. You know, like Tony D'Angelo. Forget about it. There comes Big Daddy. You got him, Sandler, maybe? 
<laughs> the Adam Sandler movie? Is Mike out here? Yeah. All right. Uh, here's Taz and Eddie having a little argument on the commentary uh, desk. Uh, Eddie Kingston, that is. You care about that? Yeah, of course I care. I mean, you don't care that. about your opponent. You do care no, about that, though. Right? I care about being world champion because well, you you're should. in this business. You right. You should care to be a world champion. You probably just, heard me. Probably heard me cut that promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's keep getting yourself over. Of course, I get oh, it. That's what gimmick, you know what bro. I mean? Yeah, know? of course, gimmicks. Yeah, that's the problem. Anyway. Here we go, big slam, hurry up, come on Lance. Well, I mean, are you saying, hold on next cop. you're saying you're not worried about your opponent, he's a big, mean, nasty no. son of a bitch George, who thinks him before, no, I understand that. big and mean, I kick him in the nuts, I know that. he goes down, I poke him in the eyes, he's blind, I bite him and it hurts him, either way, you have to fight. So what you come out of here for then, what are you doing? Because you want to know why, I was why? told to come out here, I'm they not told you. Who told you, yeah. told to come out here? Yeah, he told me to come out here and help you out. You don't have to help me out, yeah, this is respect you right Hey, hey, respect your elders. You. There are hey, talk to Tony. Hey, respect your elders. There aren't many guys here older than you, hey, but I am. Hey, <laughs> number one, don't talk over me. <laughs> okay. Excalibur taught me that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Taz, what do you think this is? Dark elevation? Oh. Oh, what, the A-team? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 son oh, of a bitch. Come on now. That was going too far. Taz and Excalibur are the A-team. Yeah, seriously. Don't you ever... Ever forget it again. Here you go. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> what's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> Great to see you, QT. It's, you know, it's the pleasure's all yours again. Hey, you know what? This is an upgrade over Eddie Kingston. I'm just going to say it. Ah, hey. <laughs> at least I get dressed, right? Well, at least you don't have body odor. Hey. Big chop from the heavy handed Kazarian. Swell up uh, the nipple area, areola section of the pectoral region. Yeah, chops like that. Look at that chest. And here is Taz, um, <clears throat> I don't know, kind of talking about uh, maybe, you know, just listen. Oh, you get a little taste of Luther there. Well, that sounds gross, but I hate Anyway, so. Yes, because Luther would do that. Yeah, yeah, at times. They didn't mean anything untoward. No, of course, untoward. Untoward. La la. Knock the water out of his ass. All right. That was All a right. nice little palate cleanser right there. Yeah, that was great. All right. Now on to some good stuff here. Uh, AEW Rampage. Did you watch Rampage, Bob? I did watch Rampage. Rampage was good. Rampage was damn good. Damn good. All right, so Rampage starts off with a first-round match in the World Title Eliminator Tournament between Powerhouse Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy. Now, I disagree with Orange Cassidy being in this tournament in the first place. Why? Uh, why is Miro not in this? Why is uh, Brian Cage not in this? Miro's God has forsaken him, so he can't go after championships. He doesn't have a belt anymore. You know? So, I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. So, as the match goes on, Hobbs has Orange in a torture rack. But eventually, Cassidy is able to get free, and he hits a series of punches onto Hobbs. Orange then goes for a swinging DDT, but Hobbs blocks it. And Orange turns it into a small package for a two-count. Hobbs then works uh, Cassidy over in the corner, and the ref, Bryce Remsburg, keeps yelling at Hobbs to back off at the five count. This happens a few more times until Hobbs literally picks up 
the ref and walks him over to the other side of the ring. And Hobbs starts to yell at Bryce. But Bryce doesn't take this and gives it right back to him. Hook then joins in on this and he's up on the apron. He's telling Hobbs to calm down, relax. So while this is all going on, Cassidy rolls up Hobbs with the mousetrap for the win. So Cassidy moves on. He beats Powerhouse Hobbs. The huge dude. Well, he beats him because he was distracted and he used his anger against him. Oh, Jesus. It's brilliant. Can't, can't put your hands on a ref. No. Everybody out there listening to this, never try this Mexican stout. It is, it's just horrible. It's very, very, very bad. So now we have Shivani in the ring, and he calls out Penta and Alex Abrahantis. And Alex taps Penta on the shoulder and points to the to two people in the crowd wearing the green masks that FTR wore last week. So they go up to them, and it's obviously not FTR, and they rip off the masks off, and it's two random people. Did you know who they were? Were they anybody? Yeah, I guess they were important, but I didn't care. Nobody, nobody knew on the announce desk who they were. Then from behind, FTR attacks Penta and Alex as they hold Alex up, and Tully lands a punch to the face, knocking Alex down. At this point, Jericho on commentary says that Ray Phoenix was injured last week, and when he got hit in the head with the uh, the title, ouch! So they roll Alex into the ring. FTR. Hold up the AAA titles and the AEW titles until Pat comes out and chases them away. <laughs> Not great. Not great. Not good. Next up, we have Anna J versus Britt Baker. Britt works Anna's arm for a bit until Anna hits a thrust kick followed by a flatliner. Britt then thrusts Anna into the corner as Anna hits her face on the turnbuckle. Britt then turns to the camera and winks. Britt then works Jay over in the corner as we take a long commercial break. Almost four minutes. How long was it? Almost four minutes. So they don't do this at any other point. Not that long. Only in, in the, the women's match. Great. Yeah, but like I said, if they want to start caring about the women's matches, stop screwing them over like this. Yeah. Back from the break, Britt hits a sling blade followed by a twisting neck breaker for a two count. Brick then goes over to Reba, and she puts Britt's glove on her, and it's black with red sparkles to match her tights. Look good. However, Anna hits a DDT, followed by a running kick to the head on Britt for a two count. Anna and Britt then hit a series of back-and-forth roll-up attempts until Anna is able to lock in the Queen Slayer on Britt. Then Jamie Hayter jumps up on the apron, distracting Anna. This allows Britt to roll up Anna for a near fall. Anna gets up and kicks Britt in the face as well as Hater, sending her falling off the apron. As Anna locks in the Queen Slayer again, but Britt makes it to the rope for a break. Britt then gets the upper hand and wins with the lockjaw. Britt then puts Anna back in the lockjaw until Ty Conte comes out to break it up. Britt leaves and Conte grabs the women's title and holds it high. Yeah, she's the number one contender. Good. And, uh... We don't have Mark Henry, but we have uh, Tony Schiavone in his place to announce the main event. I wonder where uh, Mark Henry is. I don't know. Well, that's enough talk. Listen to this. Okay, Excalibur, thanks a lot. Tonight, it is Pat versus Andrade El Idolo 2. And Andrade El Idolo, I want to go to you first. Tonight, no outside interference. 
Everyone is barred from ringside. Back. I bid you. I will bid you tonight. Yeah. But remember that. I got friends around the world. And tonight, I will win. Easy. Okay, Pac, I want to get your response. Listen, Tony, it's irrelevant what you have to say. Fact of the matter is, this should have been settled weeks ago. Agreed. Andrade Alidolo, I had you beat in the center of the ring. But you introduced tasers and iPads and dodgy assistants and dodgy managers. Well, tonight, everyone's banned from ringside. So let me tell you what you're going to see. You're going to see revenge for Death Triangle. And maybe then you'll stop obsessing over myself and the Lucha Brothers. All right, as Mark Henry would say, the talking is all done. It's time for the main event. It's not what he would say. That's not what he says. He says, well, I guess that's enough talk. <laughs> you can't even say that right, Tony. Tony, you suck. You suck. You're terrible. Churlish. All right, so that's going to bring us to that main event. And this is a long one and well worth it. Well worth it. Let's go. Pack beats on Andrade for a bit, hitting a bunch of kicks and chops. Even at one point, Andrade is on the ring apron on his knees, and he tells Pack to hit him in the face, which Pack does quite aggressively, knocking Andrade down to the mat. Pack then turns to the camera and shrugs his shoulders like, hey, he literally, he literally just asked for it. Yeah, seriously. So I gave it to him. Then Andrade hits a running pump kick to Pac, knocking him out of the ring. Andrade then runs and jumps off the top rope and hits a corkscrew, like senton kind of move, onto Pack outside the ring. That was awesome. Back from picture-in-picture, picture, Jericho says that you usually have the best chemistry and matches with the people you hate. He then says, can't wait to wrestle you, Starks. That was Jesus good. Christ. Uh, Starks was on commentary. Andrade goes for a slingshot drop kick to the outside, but Pac moves and Andrade lands as first on the apron and then down to the ground. Yeah. Then Pac is on the apron and he runs and jumps off hitting a hurricanrana onto Andrade, setting him into an abandoned steel chair. Oh, abandoned. Abandoned. It's the guy that sits in the corner outside the ring. He's like... Like security? Yeah, he's got like a, like a gray, gray goatee, whatever. Pacton climbs to the top turnbuckle, and while Andrade is still outside the ring, hits a beautiful moonsault, which Andrade does a great job of catching him. Andrade is very good at working... Oh, he's great. And making people look good. He's great. He was totally underutilized in that other, uh, the other company. Oh, big time. And now he's he's just going out there. And even his promos are getting a little bit They're better. They're getting better, yeah. Yeah, as he's practicing and getting better with his English. Right. He's looking good. Really happy. Yeah, I like it. Crowd then starts a Fight Forever chant. Then Pac rolls Andrade back into the ring. And then Pac hits an awesome springboard cutter on Andre, Andrade for a two count. Pac then is able to lock in the Brutalizer, but they are too close to the ropes, and Andrade is able to break. Then Pac counters a suplex attempt to the outside, and the two wrestlers battle on the apron until Andrade hits a reverse DDT onto the second hardest part of the ring, Ooh. the apron. Then Pac is uh, draped over the second rope, and Andrade jumps 
over the ropes, forcing Pac to get clotheslined by the ring ropes as both guys fall to the outside. It's a creative move. Very nice. It looks very nice. Andrade rolls Pac back into the ring and then goes to the top rope, but Pac hits the ropes, causing Andrade to land on his huevos, according to Jericho. Pac then climbs to the top rope and hits an effing brain buster on Andrade. This took the breath out of my chest. I was I was very concerned. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... Very concerned for Andrade. Uh, somehow Andrade kicks out at two. This match is freaking amazing. This was, this was really good. Some of the best matches I've seen all year. Then Pac puts a, uh, hits a Poison Rana, and then the, the two go back and forth with uh, roll-ups, and eventually Pac does win with an inside cradle. Didn't love that. And then the lights go out. And then in the ring, Malachi Black is standing there, and he looks at Andrade, and then looks at Pac, and spits the black mist into Pac's face and starts kicking him. And then Black brings in a steel chair, but the armed, armed Anderson comes down the ramp. <laughs> armed Anderson. And does the gunfinger bang. And then from behind, Cody attacks Black and Andrade. Cody clotheslines Andrade out and then power slams Black. Cody goes to hit Malachi with the steel chair, but he rolls out of the ring. That is Rampage. Holy crap. That was awesome. That was a mouthful, too. That was a mouthful. You got a lot to say on that one. It's the first time I took two two page notes on one match. First time ever. First time ever? Yes. So that's Rampage, everybody. Oh, What'd you think? Rampage was good. Rampage was really good. I think it was better than Dynamite. And speaking of Dynamite. And I would agree. Here we go. AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! And we are sick of Saturday Dynamites. I hate it. Make it stop. I absolutely hate it. Make it go back. We're going to be going to TBS soon, thank God. January. Yep, but they're saying that it should be the last Saturday Night Dynamite for a while. Good. I don't like it. Not at all. So match number one, Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is for the uh, that Eliminator tournament. Oh, yes. To see who's going to get a title shot. For sure. The finals being at full gear. Or full chub. Full chub? I can't wait for full gear. Full cheer? Full cheer? What is, yeah. that? what is that? Are you ready for this one, Jay? Are you doing? Yeah, let's go. After 20 minutes of back and forth action, Danielson wins by choking out Dustin with a guillotine. Okay. That was pretty much the whole match. Yeah, the match wasn't terrible, but... It wasn't yeah. interesting. Dustin versus Brian Danielson? Come I mean, on. it was very technical. If you love technical wrestling, you're going to love this. Dustin still brings it. Yep. He's still good at it. He still can Still compete. tries to win with a bulldog ending up, pal driver. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole time, uh, Brian Danielson is trying to use a submission to win. Mm-hmm. So if you love slow, and it was 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes long. Well, so was the uh, Suzuki match. Yeah. And everyone loved it. They said, oh, it was amazing. I mean, I liked this match, too. Yeah. But if you noticed, I took slow, uh, really quick notes for the Suzuki match. I mean, how many um, notes? Can what else you... Are you gonna do? Oh, he counters the armbar. Oh, he's with another armbar. He's got him in a headlock. Oh, he's working on the leg. He twists his arm. He twists his arm, and you know, arm twists everywhere. Oh, this—he's uh, switching from the knee over to the elbow. 
Now, there was one spot I really liked. What's that? Danielson tried to bring Rhodes down with a top rope hurt Karana, but Rhodes kind of crotched him on the top rope mm-hmm. and came out with a big clothesline. That looks really that nice. That was good. There was, Like I said, there was a couple good spots, but it's a lot of technical wrestling. Go watch it if you really want yeah. to. I mean, hopefully you're watching this show. If you're listening to the show, you're watching the show. I would hope so. Yeah. And then it brings us into our first promo, which is The Elite with, with Kenny Omega taking the mic. Guys, is it hot in here or what? Look at yes. Oh, it's the heat, right? It's, it's definitely the heat. 100%. Hey, cameraman. Hey, yeah. bring it up. Bring yeah. it up. Tight to the face. There we go. Hey, hanger. We've heard the big news. Next week, it's your Dark Order boys against the elite. Good luck. And I wish I could say I'm feeling excited. I wish I could say that I'm feeling festive because it's our Halloween episode. But you know something? Every single week, teaming with you for a year felt like Halloween. And why is that? Because while I was always the best belt machine, while I was always the cleaner, while I was always championship material, there you were, cosplaying as a cowboy, trying to fool everyone into something that you really weren't. When I know the man behind the hat, I know the man behind the shirt, I know the man behind those skin-tight jeans, and I know your insecurities. I know that you can't sleep at night because you're afraid of failure. And I know right now, leading into the pay-per-view, one-on-one against me, you're burning through negative one's diaper supply faster than you're burning through that homemade supply of moonshine you got at house. And Hangman, if people only knew you the way that I knew you, they wouldn't be chanting cowboy shit. They'd be calling you what you really are. Coward shit. Ooh, I'll see you next week. Right. Oh, that was damn right. That last one. Thank you for that. Thank that you for got, that. No, that no, was it was you. you? Deserve the credit. No, it was, it was no, him. Wait, it was all no. him. Yeah, wait. Can wait, you, wait, you, yeah. You. 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 It was you. It was you. And I love you. Now it's going to bring us into our next promo as FTR. Do you have that one, Jay? All right. Right now in AEW, the AEW World Tag Team Champions are in a position to make more money than FTR, and that don't sit well with us, okay? We came here to build on our legacy, and right now we are proud to be the AAA Tag Team Champions, but there's one other belt, there's one other championship we need to complete the transformation to greatest tag team of all time, and that's your AEW World Tag Team Championships. Full gear. Last year, FTR, we lost the AEW World Tag Team titles, and for almost a full calendar year, we've sat on the sidelines, and we've watched a bunch of children cosplay as the World Tag Team Champions, or the next best thing. We've watched a bunch of little kids fight over who's the best when in actuality daddy is just out taking care of business and daddy's home now and halloween you're a little bit early so you can take all the shenanigans you want you can dress up however you want you can say whatever you want but on all the face paint all the lucha history you want but you're looking at the greatest luchadors of all time ftr we have the tag team title to prove it Quieren jugar sucio? Les voy a demostrar que nosotros también sabemos jugar sucio. I'm Dynamite. You hurt my brother. You stole our championships, and then on Rampage, you attacked us from behind. FTR, you want to play dirty? We're gonna show you what it's like to play dirty. And Alex says, revenge is coming. Alex. Revenge, and in Phoenix, if you decide to show up, all you guys are selling wolf tickets. And FTR and Tully Blanchard, we don't buy wolf tickets. If you think the black eye was bad, Alex, wait till full gear. Top guys, out. So Alex has a uh, nice little shiner. On oh his yeah, face. he looks nice and cut up too. Yeah. Well, he had it coming. Yeah. Now we go to the ring. Jay says you got a black eye. Yeah. And you're a dick. 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and we're at the ring with Tony Schiavone and Sting. But before Sting can get going, he's interrupted by MJF. Let's hear it. He cut my music. Cut his mic. Yeah. Cut his throat. Kill him. MJF gets beat up for a bit. Yes, he does. He gets the smack laid down on him until, uh, of course, Wardlow yeah, and Sean Spears show up. And Spears uses a chair and Stink no sells it. Yes, Wardlow uses a clothesline from behind and they put Spears to the uh, Sting to the ground and Spears starts going to town with that chair. And then MJF starts some work promo. Darby, Darby, Darby. I know you're in a whole lot of pain, and I also know you're watching. Did I break you mentally now, Darby Allen? Hmm? Look at him, Darby. Look at him! Look at it! Shut up!
of professional wrestling. Bester is, Bester was, Bester ever will be. Who's that? I feel like I need a show. So, uh... He's comparing himself to Bret Hart? Friggin', uh... MJF then puts on the Dynamite Diamond Ring and strikes Sting with it. Yes, knocks him down. Knocks him out. Now we go. Uh, Tony must have ran really fast from that segment because we go to another t- Tony Schiavone segment with him interviewing Britt Baker. You don't have that one? Nope. Basically challenging Ty Conte to a match. That's all it was. And then Ty Conte responded on Twitter with a picture of uh, the action figure belonging to Britt Baker. He uh-huh. goes, sorry that, you know, even on your action figure, you don't have an ass. <laughs> I mean, she does. You'd not like Ty Conte. Well, she's got it all out there for everyone to see. Oh, yeah, she also, like, works at it. Yes. She's that is... also Brazilian. Oh, my God. So that's in her favor. So now we're going to go to match number two. Uh, for the It's the first round of the TBS Women's Championship Tournament. Penelope Ford versus uh, Ruby Soho. Yeah. This was a good match. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And that's what I put here. It was a good women's match. And uh, the problem with that is it's probably the best women's match I've seen in a while. We talked about since the... uh, I don't know about that. The blood match. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, yeah, that was... That was like almost a year ago. Jesus Christ. Ford uses a front handspring into a shoulder spear onto Soho in the corner. She tries to follow it up with a boot, but Soho dodges and puts on a waist lock. Penelope fights out of the... uh, Fights out of the waist lock, but is pulled backwards into an elbow to the back of the head, and then a thrust kick. Soho then hits a running thrust for a two count. Both women start to fight on the apron, and out of the back comes the bunny. Yay, the bunny's here! Ruby becomes distracted by the bunny, which allows Fords to kick her in the face, and that kick puts pushes her momentum right into the ring post. And that looks pretty vicious. Yeah, it did. That looked really good. Now we go to a break, and when we return from break, we see a video of Soho using a backdrop driver on Ford. Unfortunately, this happens during the picture-in-picture while I was in the bathroom. (laughs) Because, as you know, I don't watch picture-in-picture. Who does? After some back-and-forth elbowing, Soho uses a couple of thrust kicks and a sliding clothesline for two. Soho charges out of the corner for a clothesline, so Ford does a bridge backwards to dodge. Soho tries to pick Ford up out of the bridge, only for Ford to push her opponent into the ropes and then hit a very bad-looking cutter for two. Yeah, it did not look good at all. Now, the match gets a little sloppy here. Ford throws Soho into the corner, but the momentum carries her kind of off to the side and not actually in the corner. So Soho tries to smoothly slide in the corner, but it doesn't look good. Ruby trips Ford, sending her down. She then climbs the top and jumps, jumps over Ford because Ford has moved. Penelope hits a spinning back heel kick, which looked nice. And then a move I'm going to call the lung blower because it's close enough to what it was for two. That works. Penelope can't believe she didn't win. So the bunny tries to throw the brass knucks in the ring, but the referee catches it and kicks it out of the ring. Yeah. So Forge trying to grab the knuckles as they're sliding underneath the bottom rope and then is rolled up for the victory by Soho. A roll up. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It was still a good match. But come on. I'm sick of the roll-ups, man. There's I'm, too many roll-ups. I'm really sick of them. After the, I mean, friggin' uh, Orange Cassidy won with a mousetrap roll-up. Yeah. Why? After the match is over, Bunny enters the ring, and they're, and her, along with Ford, are about to attack. When out of the back, for some reason, comes Red Velvet. I was, uh, I was uh, 
confused about this. Yeah, why? Why? Why no, are you coming out of the no back? No idea. Who cares about you? But, you know, the heels powder out. There you go. Great. Now we go backstage to MJF again with a promo that Jay doesn't have. No. Basically, it's enough MJF for He's he's talking show. Wardlow interrupts him asking, him, "Why'd you throw me in front of Sting?" Yeah. And uh, MJF comes up with some bullshit and then mm-hmm. says, you now have an accountable buddy to make sure you're accountable for your actions. Sean Spears. And Sean Spears. And Sean Spears looks and goes, huh? hey, buddy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay. yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> so weird. So Matt- awkward. It's, it's building to Wardlow and MJF. Oh, yeah. Wardlow is eventually going to be out on his it has own. has to be. It's a long build. Match number three now. Bobby Fish versus Anthony Green. Uh. Okay. Sean Aston Green. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Gray. Wasn't he Austin? Wheelie, 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 wasn't, wasn't he Austin Gray in NXT? He sure was. Well, we'll make this real easy. Fish wins after using the exploder suplex and then a last last rights roundhouse kick for the win. Great. Uh, real quick, on the TV we have the worst Hell in the Cell match about to start ever in the existence of Hell in the Cell matches. Is it uh I'll give you a second. Try to guess what it is. Is it Seth Rollins versus The Fiend? Correct. Yeah, where Seth Rollins gets buried. And then Literally. Seth, Seth Rollins backstage almost kills Vince McMahon. Yes. Yes, that match. Almost death. Well, after this match, uh, Fish proceeds to beat up on Green until CM Punk arrives and chases him away. So now you know who CM Punk is fighting next on Rampage. <laughs> Now, do you have the backstage segment with Leo Rush and Dante Martin? Nope. Good, because it was bad. Moving on. Match number four, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. Hang on one second here. What are they doing with Punk? This sucks. Oh, his job is to wrestle on Rampage. It sucks. That's, that's, I don't care about it. That's all he is there to do. And the ratings, they show it. Yeah. All, he, all he's there is to uh, wrestle on Rampage. You know, we went back on we went back and we said that um, last week SmackDown beat AEW, but it was the other way around according to the numbers. AEW no, beat SmackDown. We didn't say uh, they beat uh, SmackDown. They tied in the demo. Uh, when we we go back when you go back over it, they're actually uh, AEW was actually ahead in the demo. It's not what I heard. It's what I read by by several other sources. If they won, it was by one point. It wasn't by much, but you know, apparently that caused enough stir that yeah. they're not going to go that half hour ahead against them anymore anytime soon. Yeah, well, they didn't. Okay, that's all it took. That's all it takes. So dumb. Who, who cares? We just that's they care, and that's how they make money. That's how you determine whether you're going to get long term contracts. You know what makes you money too? Having a good show. They don't care about that because, anymore. Well, they will when they're con because their contracts are coming up soon. They had five-year contracts. I think they got another year on their contracts. Yeah. And do you think USA is going to be like, oh, uh, yeah, we're not going to, we're going to go a different direction here. I can guarantee you Fox is not going to carry SmackDown again. They're barely at two million. Maybe they could bring UPN back and get on UPN. I don't care what they do. Just make it better. The WB Network. WB needs some action. Channel 11. Sure. Picks 11. Let's do it. So, we're going to the match number four. This is also for that uh, tournament for Full Gear. Yeah. Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. Oh, this match. And as Archer enters the arena, he's attacked by Eddie Kingston. 
Yes. And we're just going to really just go through this real quick. Eddie Kingston wins with a roll-up. And the no, reason he wins no, with a roll-up okay. is because during this match, Lance Archer tries a moonsault and lands on the top of his head trying to break his goddamn neck. He sure does. He freaking does. To the point where he has to roll the ring and get checked by Doc Samson. And they did the roll-up because of this. Oh, yeah. And, and credit to Kingston. He made he you could tell he did that very gingerly. He jumped and he did that oh, yeah. roll up and he was super careful. And it, and it still looks good. I and mean, if you watch when uh Doc's in the ring with, with Lance, uh he's laying flat on his back and he's constantly doing with his arm in his hand, like he's uh squeezing and Yeah, he's doing go, cognitive tests to make sure right. he can still feel. And you can see Kingston is pretending to be angry in the background, but really he's realist he's trying he's, to he's concerned. He's talking to the ref. Yeah. Um, Lance Archer did came out on Twitter later and said he was okay. I saw a picture today of him taking his action figure and putting it on an ice pillow. Uh, thanks for taking my news. Which was hilarious. Oh, it's it's not news. Now I have two pieces of news. I have no news, so you're fine. But, you know, it was scary nonetheless. Yeah. Now we head to the ring where Dan Lambert is with the Men of the Year. How much of that do we have? I have... Uh... I started, I guess I have the whole thing. You had the whole thing? Yeah. Well, let's play the whole damn thing. Oh, I suck. Dan sucks. Scott sucks. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something real quick. The inner circle sucks. No, they, guys, they, they really do. We beat them twice. I don't know if you watched the show or not. But listen, I'm going to tell you why they suck in detail. Never seen it. You know what I have seen though? I've seen Scorpio Sky pin him at Grand Slam. Not an impossible feat. Santana, Ortiz, you guys are hard, right? You're from the streets. You ever seen the men of the year walk down the street? We treat it like a runway. Wherever we go, we own that place. And the ring is just the same. Now let me get to you, Chris Jericho. Who's not here tonight, by the way. Which is actually a good thing, because there was enough time on the show to give me the page of microphone. Chris, Chris, you get to do literally whatever you want. Last week, after you lost to us, they gave you a microphone so you could stand in the ring and flirt with Paige Van Zandt live on TV. Really? That's what you want to do after you lose to the men of the year at ATT? Well, don't worry, everybody. The only celebrity Chris is kissing on is Masvidal's knee. So while you're floating at sea watching Dynamite right now, Chris, I want you to take a good look at what the future holds for AEW. How Ethan Page can own the room and the microphone because we are the future of this company. Not that PR nightmare, Sammy Guevara.
Will you please shut the hell up? Yes. <laughs> I mean, how long are we gonna come out here and listen to a grown man complain about how life's unfair? Oh, life's unfair. Life's unfair. I get it. I've been there, man. Sometimes life sucks. But instead of bitching and moaning like you are right now, I worked my ass off and I became the TNT champion. You wanna know? Ethan, I'm gonna be real with you. You, you wanna know why you're not further in this company? It's the same reason you call yourself all ego. Because the only person who gives a shit about anything you've done here is you. You said you had stipulations, so let's hear them, you fat-faced dipshit. Uh, the terms are if Sammy loses, he's out of the inner circle forever. Right? That's one of the terms. Yep. Which why I don't think he's going to lose. No, of course not. And uh, didn't Sammy have a yeah, condition? Yeah, if, if he wins, he gets to pick the the uh, the people they face. They face the at full gear. At full gear. So uh, after the you know, men of the year head up the ramp to attack Sammy, but he's saved by Jake Hager along with Proud and Powerful. There you go. The inner circle comes out, saves the day. And now we've got another promo. John Moxley. Right now I'm supposed to be yelling and screaming about how I'm going to wreck everybody and win this tournament. And for sure that's going to happen, but that's not really what's on my mind right now. And I keep it real with y'all, always have. Right now what I'm thinking about is my daughter. My daughter's eyes. The other day I look into her eyes and she stares right Right back in mine, I stick my pinky like a doll's eyes. This is my broken pinky. It's a little they roll back, they turn up. white. She grabs it. Like Jaws? Yes. And squeezes it for everything she's got. And it occurs to me in that moment, I actually don't give a crap about any of this. I don't care about this tournament. I don't care about the AEW World Championship. I don't care about the ratings. I don't care about who said what on Twitter. I don't care about the demo. I could care less. Same. What I care about is this. I'm getting home with my teeth and my head and my head on my shoulders. And for that to happen, other people got to get hurt. Be a lot easier if I was like a mailman or a gym teacher, but this, this is what I do in this tournament, high stakes. World Championship Eliminator. This ain't some ladder climbing contest. This is some, uh, Everybody goes into a dark alley, only one guy comes out kind of stuff. So who do you think it's going to be that comes out? Am 
my message to everybody else in this tournament. I'll get you before you get me. I'm gonna win this whole damn thing. Nice. There you go. Doesn't care about ratings, but nobody should. No. Just put a good product out there. Seriously. That's all we want. I want good wrestling all around. I want a match to have a, a conclusion. I want it to be good. Yeah. Not everything has to end in a roll-up. I would like a match that is good to not be shit on. Not everything has to end with interference or have multiple people interfere. And if you're going to do that, make it for a reason. Seriously. You can do that and do it well, and it's telling part of the story. That's fine. Seth Rollins shouldn't have to give The Fiend 10 curb stomps and have no effect. Yeah. <laughs> That's so bad. So now we have another promo. It's the Dark Order. Yeah. Along with Hangman. Hangman Adam Page. Last week it was it was a pretty tough loss against the Super Clan. It was, but if you think a single loss is going to stop the Dark Order from stopping yeah, you, Super Clan, you are mistaken. Mistaken. I wanted to say uh, sorry for not catching up with you guys sooner, and um, more truthfully, I want to say sorry for everything that happened after I left. <laughs> oh, right. Because you guys were right. We were right. No, 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 What I'm saying is, you were all right. Yeah. You're not always going to agree. And each of you did what you thought was right, and I think that's the best, so I want to thank you for that uh, and apologize. But, um, if you guys are going to go back after the Elite, uh, yeah. Yeah. next week next week we're getting real close to Halloween. True. And if I know those guys, they're going to have a costume. <laughs> so, Dark Order, not to be outdone. Oh, we uh, won't. We won't. I know. I know. I know. Damn dark order. So goofy. Let's go to match number five. Let's. Jungle Boy versus Brandon Cutler. Ugh. Jungle Boy makes Cutler submit to the snare trap submission. This was so. Why is this on the card? I don't care. There's no reason why this should be on the card. It's just here to f uh, keep fueling the Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole and the Young Bucks feud. Adam. Uh, Brian Cutler? Are you serious? Brandon Cutler, yes. Brandon. Do you have Jungle Boy taking the mic? No. My last thing I have is Miro. Well, we don't need it anyway. He calls out uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole comes out. Uh, Adam Cole says a bunch of stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Adam Cole heads to the ring. Jungle Boy attacks him. But the Young Bucks shot from behind and super kick him. The super click then drag him to the top of the stage and throw him off of it. Yeah. That was a good spot. That was a real good spot. And now the best promo of the night, Miro. <laughs> as, as usual. <laughs> my God, we are out of time. And my wife needs her champion back. All the violence that is going to come through me, it's now a reflection on you. On your silence and your arrogance. How dare you ignore me? How dare you test me? My God, my God, how dare you forsake me? Let them make me fight a hundred times and I will snap a hundred necks. God's forsaken champion will become 
Seth is up to three uh, curb stomps. Yep. I think they call it the stomp now. The stomp. So dumb. It's going up. Oh, not the fiend gets up. Oh, he's going for a pedigree. Hits and it. Now a, now a terrible looking pedigree. That's on Bray. A fourth yeah, curb stomp. Fourth. Goes for the pin. One. And a one count. <laughs> a one count. A one count. <laughs> a, you suck. Oh, God. So, now we're going to go to our final match of the night. Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes 3. This was a good match. It was an alright match. I enjoyed it. I guess Cody and uh, Arn are okay because uh, Arn comes out with them. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. And once again, the crowd is not with Cody as they boom throughout the whole match. Oh, big time. Out of the building. They start this match with a tie-up and some back and forth with neither man getting the advantage. Black ends up finger-poking Rhodes in the eye and, and rolls out of the ring. He reaches underneath the ring and grabs a chair, when, for all of a su- when all of a sudden, out of the back comes Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Brock Anderson. Brock Anderson. Malachi slides the chair into the ring, only for Cody to get a hold of it. Cody then takes a swing, and Malachi ducks and goes back out of the ring. But he gets back in the ring because Brock and Lee Johnson are now at ringside. The whole sequence makes zero sense. Uh, Excuse me, pardon me. You burp, I yawn. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of what I did at the beginning of this match. So later in the match, we come back from a break to see Cody crawling off a broken table. Sometime during the picture-in-picture, Rhodes uses a crossroads off the apron and through a table on black. Yeah, during a picture-in-picture. I would have really liked to see this, but once again... I was taking a bathroom break. I hate it. Cody picks up Malachi only for Malachi to throw Cody into a ring post. Brock uh, Black then once again. Oh no! What? what? Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson now all of a sudden disappeared. What? They're gone. They're gone. They were out, and now they're gone. I don't see them at a. Exactly. I don't see them at ringside anymore. <laughs> so Black once again goes underneath oh, the ring God. for a chair, and he's taking a very long time. And for some reason, Arn Anderson is in the ring. For the life of me, I can't figure out why he's <laughs> in the ring. This is so weird. <laughs> now, Black comes out, and we see he's bleeding. That's why he was under the ring. He yeah, was probably he was, bleeding. He was bleeding. And I caught Cody putting his blade away. Yes, he was, because yep. Cody is also bleeding. This match is a goddamn mess. <laughs> Both competitors are trying to get in the ring, and we go to the stage where Andrade El Idaro is coming down. What? And he gives Arn the finger guns and fires. Bang! I guess he's doing his best Alec Baldwin impression. Oh, shit. <laughs> Too soon? Maybe. <laughs> Fuck. Andrade's uh, assistant tries to ambush Anderson <laughs> with a tablet, but instead is hit with a spine buster. <laughs> so, so stupid. Anderson then gets up and makes him move at black, so he's sprayed with the black mist. Yeah. Why? What is this shit? What's going on here? And now we get a shot at the ramp where Pac is showing up and he's attacking and 
Well, he <laughs> comes out to save the day because yeah. uh, uh, Cody came out yep. on Rampage. Back in the ring, Rose Rhodes uses another crossroad for a two count. Black responds with a kick to the chest, a diving stomp a to- from the top rope, a rising knee strike, and a German with a bridge pin for a two count. Yeah. Black manages to land his spinning heel kick, but he can't pin Cody because Cody is some, for some reason died and is hugging the bottom rope, so he can't lift them off of it. So strange. Black backs away, and Cody immediately gets up like Christ and charges. He well, charges Black. He is the Christ of pro wrestling, <laughs> Bob. Let's be honest. Malachi flips Cody out of the ring, and while he's flying out of the ring, he hits his face on the apron. Do you think that was on purpose? It's hard to tell. It was hard to tell. I kind of think it wasn't. Black goes for a moonsault, but Cody gets back in the ring, and Rhodes hits a suicide dive. The cow- crowd is booing Cody relentlessly. Yeah. They have not stopped. Cody then wins this match by hitting a Cody Cutter, a Crossroads, and a Tiger Driver 98, all while the crowd is Jesus booing him. Christ. Act, you know, actually, you know, when they announce that he won, the crowd is booing, but it kind of sounds like they're pumping in cheers to drown it out. I, I didn't pick up... Because all of a sudden, that loud booing was almost all gone. Yeah, but the pumped-in crowd noise has a u- unique sound to it. It, it's was, very, it was subtle, because I started hearing cheers. It's very tinny. It was like, all of a sudden, the boos disappeared, and the cheers started coming in a little I, bit I noticed more. that, too. I, I, so either I that, or it. they just started cutting mics. The crowd mics. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. And the show ends with Cody hugging Arn Anderson... Outside in the ring, this was a this was bad. Why can't we just have a natural reaction from the crowd? The the co they don't like Cody. Fine, they, they don't like Cody. That's it. Booing Cody. Are we going with a? Is is he going to try to think he's John Cena with a crowd constantly booed John Cena because they didn't want to see him win? They didn't pump in crowd noise. No, they didn't. Well, that was during the time they weren't doing that. You were hearing that John Cena sucks. John Cena. They sucks. say that even now when they love him. Yes, it's like the Kurt Angle thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, but they they've come back on him because he's not shoved in their face every week. Yeah, I mean there was a sign last time that says if uh, if John Cena uh, loses, we're gonna riot. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like, well, that's a whole one eighty. Yeah. But seriously, the code uh, they don't want to see Cody winning. This is weird, man. This is very weird. It, fine. Yeah. They don't like him. That's you. You got heat. Yeah, you got take heat. it. And, but he's, and run with it. He's still insisting on being a. a it, he's not. He's, he's not, not a heel a, there. He's not a baby face. They don't want him to be a baby face. They don't want. They don't want him to be a face. They want him to be. You know, he should be a heel. But he's not even a heel. He's just as in quasi space where he's just like I'm going to go out there and fight Malachi Black, who's supposed to be this super bad guy. But we don't like Cody. We like Malachi Black. They cheered the crap out of Black. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? Just stop it. Let the crowd decide. Seriously. They're the ones that are paying the money. Okay? Paying the salary of all the freaking wrestlers. Tony Khan. You Give got, them you, what they want. You got to see what's going on here. Give them what they want. They don't want Cody. No. They don't want Cody. They want. They want someone else. Did you see when he t- he took his weightlifting belt off and he threw it out into the crowd? Yeah. That gets me nervous when he does that. Because that buckle on that thing, 
That's huge. It's big. That could hurt somebody. But somebody caught it and uh, they gave it to this this little kid and the dad held him up and everyone started going nuts. Oh yeah, for the kid, not awesome. for Cody. No, no, no. I'm just saying for the kid. <laughs> yeah, we love the kid. Boo, Cody. F you, Cody. You suck. F you, Cody. And that's AEW Dynamite. Fantastic. Let's get some news. All right. Uh, Charlotte Flair had to be physically removed from the building after SmackDown aired. Did you hear that, Bob? I kind of heard what was going on, so what Uh, happened? Her and Becky got into a shoot argument altercation, fight, whatever you want to call it. And she had to be physically removed. And I think this might be the reason behind Andrade's uh, tweet to WWE that said, F-U, WWE. Yes, he did say that. You think Charlotte's going to leave eventually? Go with Andrade? Yeah. Hard to say. Makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. It also would make sense for Zelina Vega to go too, but that never happened. Well, not anymore. Selena Vega is now the uh, the queen. <laughs> okay, let's see what they do with that. Who knows? It threw her a bone here. You have anything? No, okay. I'm, All right. I got nothing this week. Uh, Ringside News is reporting that the partnership between Impact Wrestling and AEW will be ending after Bound for Glory. That happened on Saturday, I believe. Yes, uh, uh, Christian Cage did lose his title. He did. Yep. Makes sense. And then the title swapped hands right after that again. <laughs> it was pretty to crazy. Some, to somebody in Impact, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Impact, uh, he, he lost it to whatever, and then the guy Moose came in while well, the guy was tired, cashing his, his his sort of money in the bank. Oh, and they, won they, it. they have one of those, too? Yep. And he uh, crushed the guy right in front of his own family and won the title. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. So unless something happens or changes, it looks like the companies will no longer be sharing wrestlers after October 23rd. That's why you haven't seen the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers have completely disappeared off TV. All right, so that seems credible. Which is fine. I was tired of seeing the Good Brothers. Yeah, me too. That's it. It's a short little news segment there. That's good. So that's going to lead us into rating. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Let's get WWE out of the way. Raw, 1.593 million viewers. Nice. Up, up slightly from last week's 1.582. They did a 0.39 in the key demo. SmackDown did 2.1 million views and did a 0.50 in the demo. It's a good demo. NXT is uh, down to 606,000. And a 0.14 demo down from 0.15. Rampage. Whew, these numbers are getting really gross. 515,000. Dark, 278,000. Elevation, 229,000. Yeah. That's ratings. That's all I got. Because Saturday. Saturday. Raw sucks. Nice. All right. That Cody match kind of sucks. 
Yeah, it kind of did. Now that after you broke it down. Okay. Hottest female, Bob. Bianca Belair. Hey, so do I. Nice. <laughs> I love she has happens. a great ass. Do we still have that? I do. You going to make me mess up the award music? Yes, it's worth it for that. Right. She got a great ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Told you it was worth it. <laughs> uh, hottest male, what you got? Uh, I'm going to go Sean Spears. He always looks good. I got Hangman. Hangman looks really good. The Hungman. The Hungman. Best promo. Miro. Same. Worst promo? What do you got? I was kind of hoping what you would have had. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many bad ones. I'm going to go with uh, Bo- the Bobby Lashley Goldberg thing. Oh, yeah, 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 obviously. And also wins worst segment. <laughs> I, um, best segment. Uh, God, what was best segment? I, I have Sammy saying, Would you please shut the hell up? Sweep that. That was good. <laughs> that was so good. Worst segment, I have Archer's botched moonsault. I'm going to change it. I'm going to make it um, Dan Lambert, because Dan Lambert's annoying. He sucks. Best match. Best match, I'm going to go with Ruby Soho versus Penelope Ford. That is wrong. That is the incorrect answer. The correct answer is Pac versus Andrade. No. Period. Yes. No. Oh, yeah. Give it to the women. Equal opportunity employer. Dude, that that match was so fucking sloppy. It was so sloppy at the end. Equal opportunity employer. No, hey, I'm the first to say it's a good match, but that was not the best match of the night. That's your. Opinion. There were better matches on Raw than that one. I would disagree. Raw was All terrible. Right. Uh, worst match, I have Biggie and Drew versus Dirty Dogs again. What did I have as first match? I'm trying to remember because I actually lost all my awards last night. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jungle Boy Brandon Cutler because it was pointless. That's fine. Uh, best show, I got Rampage. Rampage. Best overall performer. Best overall performer is Andrade. Ooh, I was going to pick Andrade. I took Pac. Both really good. Very awesome. All righty. Uh, real quick, um, who had the WWE title between I, us for the pay-per-view? I think I did. You don't anymore. Yeah. I got it. I lost by three points. I won Crown Jewel. All right. That's didn't, it. Didn't watch Crown Jewel. Don't, never going to watch Crown Jewel. And I don't know if I'll watch a WWE pay-per-view again. It's understandable. Let's go. Hello, ladies. That's the show. That is the show. So you can find us on uh, Facebook at Backyard Podcast. Backyard Podcast. On Instagram at Backyard Wrestling Pod. Uh, Twitter, uh, Backyard Marks. Yes, sir. And that's it. Uh, Next week. No email anymore? I find backyardpod at yahoo.com. Yeah. Emails, goddammit. And uh, next week, we're... I think we're going to do Halloween Havoc. It's Halloween season. Yeah, we did it last year, so we're going to do it this year. There's some good matches. Halloween Havoc was good last year. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, let's see. Don't let me down. They NXT. will. They will. I'm not saying it's going to be great or anything, but I can guarantee you it'll be better than, than Raw. It'll be on a regular time, thanks to Dynamite going back to Wednesday. Yes, back to Saturday nights, everybody. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Are you ready?
we are less than a week away from one of the biggest challenges of your career, competing for the WWE title in a match you've never competed in before, a Hell in a Cell match where you and five other men Finally, The Rock has come back to New Jersey. Just as sure as for the very first time, Kevin Kelly, The Rock stood right in this arena and called you an ugly hermaphrodite. Is as sure as this Sunday night at Armageddon, The Rock will be in hell in a cell. This is going to be the most brutal match The Rock has ever been in. The dangerousest match The Rock has ever been in. The Hell in a Cell. And it doesn't matter, Kevin Kelly, what you call it. Whether it's called a Hell in a Cell, a Rage in a Cage, Penis in Uranus, the only thing that matters is that The Rock is going in this Sunday night to do exactly what he does best, lay it the smack it down, and get back The Rock's WWE title. And the fact of the matter is this, is that The Rock knows this Sunday night he has his work cut out for him. The Rock knows he's got five other guys he's got to compete with. And even if The Rock has got to beat Kurt Angle, which means I'm going to drink a big glass of milk, eat some chocolate chip cookies, and then maybe I'll take three Viagra. Or maybe The Rock is going to face Rikishi. Beat Rikishi. I did it. For the rock. I did it for the people. I did it. I did, uh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Or maybe even the rock has got to beat the Undertaker, the American badass. Beat him so bad that one more time he'll raise up. Rest in peace. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself, which means uh, he's got to beat the game uh, in the middle of the ring. Uh, and he has a $2 for a wife. Uh. Or maybe The Rock has got a beat. Stone Cold Steve Austin, which means I gotta get in my, I gotta get in my pickup truck, drink some Steve Weisers, listen to some Backstreet Boys. And that's the bottom line, cause the great one said so. One more thing, this Sunday night at Armageddon, The Rock is going to do all he can to win the WWE title. If you smell what The Rock 
is cooking.